Brett Chang, and this is your Peak Daily for Friday, February 18th, where we cover the biggest stories in Canadian and global business, finance, and tech, all in less than seven minutes. Peak Pals, you are my co-host today as Jay is traveling and we couldn't make it work. But there's one Peak Pal in particular that I want to give a shout out to, and that's Nicholas Sardella. Nicholas left a review for us on Apple Podcasts, and he said, love this pod. I've been looking for a brief Canadian-focused podcast to listen to once a day, and I'm glad I came across this one entertaining to listen to. The hosts go well with each other, and stories are always relevant. Nicholas, thank you so much. I can't tell you how much that means to us. And the one thing I have to say to all you Peak Pals, if you have a second, please do leave us a review. It means that more people see the podcast and hear about us, and that's what we're really trying to do over the next few months. So if you have a second, please do like Nicholas, go on your Apple Podcasts app and leave us a review, and uh, and we'll give you a shout out on the pod. So here's what we have for you today for our first story, emergency, for our second story, residential magic, and for our third story, investor with a heart. For our first story, the Emergencies Act, which Prime Minister Justin Trudeau invoked for the first time ever in response to ongoing protests in Ottawa, expanded the powers of banks and other financial institutions. Yet, Canadian bankers are still scratching their heads figuring out how to implement the orders. So here's what's happening with the Emergencies Act. So the Emergencies Act directs all Canadian financial service providers, banks, credit unions, loan companies, securities dealers, fundraising platforms, the whole shebang to monitor and freeze accounts connected to the protest without a court order. But it's not that simple. Canada's biggest banks are, one, unclear how to approach joint accounts. Two, they don't really know how aggressive they should be in targeting suspected accounts. And three, in the event that accounts are frozen, whether clients can have the decision reviewed. So TD's move to freeze $1.4 million in donations before the Emergencies Act was invoked illustrates some of the challenges and confusion banks are grappling with right now in targeting suspected accounts. TD asked the Superior Court of Justice to take control of the funds connected to the protests, but they couldn't determine the appropriate recipients of the deposited funds. The confusion continues even as financial institutions have begun freezing accounts in the first concrete move in the financial crackdown on the protesters in Ottawa. And here's why it really matters that banks can't figure out how to enforce the Emergencies Act. So banks are looking to strike a balance between managing the trust of their clients while following the government's mandate. They want clients to know that if they deposit their money with TD, that that money is safe. But in the process, banks may be inclined to overreact in enforcing the orders to avoid stepping on the government's toes. According to U of T finance professor Andreas Park, and people who aren't connected to the blockades could be caught in the crossfire as banks act on their suspicion without clear due process. For our second story, it looks like Disney is now bringing the magic to a residential development near you. Can the Magic Kingdom replicate the magic in a residential development? Well, Disney is trying to. The company announced plans earlier this week to design U.S. residential communities alongside property developers under a new business unit called Story Living by Disney. The newest residential development in SoCal called Catino capitalizes on fans' enthusiasm for the brand beyond its theme park entertainment business, including Disney Magic, including programming from Disney employees, 1,900 units, including single-family homes and condominiums, a 24-acre lagoon surrounded by shops and a beachfront hotel, neighborhoods reserved only for residents aged 55 and older. Now, a good question is, who's the market for this? And you'd be surprised to learn that many adults still love Disney. I love Disney a bit, but I'm not sure I love it enough to move into a Disney-themed residential community. But it comes down to nostalgia. Growing up obsessively watching Disney movies and cartoons, you can't help but feel a deep connection with the brand and its properties. And fun fact, Epcot, the 
park at Disney World was specifically designed for adults. It even has its own food and wine festival, as was Star Wars Galaxy's Edge and hotels and restaurants, including the Four Seasons Resort, Rick Bayless, and Wolfgang Puck. Now, it's unclear how much the initiative will cost or the pricing of the units, but there's reason to believe there's a serious demand for Disney living. The company's real estate efforts to date include a sold-out luxury residential community called Golden Oak, complete with a private clubhouse and range of amenities, including golf. And here's our takeaway from the new Disney development. Anyone who's been to Disney World knows that Disney sure can build. The whole park is like a wonder of the modern world. And so at the very least, it'll be really interesting to see what they do with this development and the type of creativity they infuse into what probably normally would be just a, a boring residential development project. Now, for our last story, billionaire investor Carl Icahn is best known for his ruthless pursuit of profits rather than social activism. He even served as inspiration for the film Wall Street's corporate raider Gordon Gecko. But it turns out that there is one social cause apparently close to his heart, animal welfare. In fact, he's gearing up to launch a proxy fight against McDonald's over it. So here's what Icon's mad or concerned or sad about. Icon, who only owns around $25,000 worth of stock in the company, said he would field a slate of directors for McDonald's corporate board if they continued buying pork from suppliers that engage in inhumane practices. Now, Icon argues that farmers shouldn't keep pregnant pigs in gestation crates, small crate boxes which are too narrow for pigs to turn around or lie down in order to save space. I, I actually happen to agree with him, not to get political. And here's why it's happening right now. McDonald's pledged in 2012 to cut ties with suppliers who kept these pregnant pigs in gestation crates by 2022. That's a tough word to say. But in a recent statement, the company said it's only around 60% of its way to achieving that goal. Now, McDonald's blames the delay in making progress on the issue due to supply chain disruption stemming from swine flu and the COVID-19 outbreaks. But Icon is not satisfied with that explanation. He says that it's a situation that is just horrible. It's obscene. And he said, you got these companies making all this money and the animals are just suffering for no reason. Now, it'll be interesting to see whether Icon can have much of an impact. Icon has amassed his $17 billion fortune for more traditional tactics, like the infamous hostile takeover and acid stripping of trans world airlines. And so what I'm interested to keep an eye on is whether this same aggressive tactic can actually work in producing some type of socially good outcome from a company. So it's definitely a story that we'll keep an eye on and we will keep you updated on the Peak Daily. Peak Pals, thanks for making us the most listened to and only daily Canadian business news podcast in the country. If you've got a second, why not follow this podcast on your app of choice and leave us a review? And if you want more Peak, make sure to subscribe to our daily newsletter at readthepeak.com. As always, thanks to Dale Richardson and 306 Media Productions for putting together this episode. Thanks a lot, Dale. Jay, wherever you are, thank you to you too. And thanks to all of you, Peak Pals. I can't tell you how much we appreciate you tuning in every day. It means the world to us, and we never forget it. Just just remember that. Yeah.